Welcome to the LabCast, a podcast where AHS Lab Services leads Tammy Hofer and Dr. Carolyn O'Hara answer your questions about the new provincial lab structure. Hey, Carolyn. Hi, Tammy. Hi, it's Tammy Hofer, uh, Chief Operating Officer with Alberta Public Laboratories. And hi, I'm Carolyn O'Hara. I'm the Chief Medical Lab Officer for Alberta Public Laboratories. Yeah, so we are LabCast number eight. Have you listened to one yet? Uh, no, I've been a little busy, but I'm going to listen to them all at once. Excellent, excellent. No, so so uh, happy to be here. This will be our our last lab cast leading up to December the 10th, which we're really, really starting to get excited about. Not that we weren't before, but lots going on, and, and I'm, I'm sure we'll continue these after uh, as, for regular updates. But I'm going to turn it over to Dr. O'Hara, and she's going to talk about our new um, Executive Director for People and Transformation. Great. Thanks, Tammy. So our executive is now complete. We have our, the final member of our team, Laurel Towler. So uh, she's going to be starting very soon, and she's going to help us with our uh, people in transformation process in our organization because as everyone knows we're going through quite a major transformation um, there's a lot of uh, legacy organizations coming together and I think that Laurel's going to be a great addition to our team I've had the opportunity to speak with her and she's very uh, excited uh, positive and has a varied background in both uh, private and public sector that I think will serve us very well so very excited to have her join our team absolutely and, and while we're still on the topic of, of uh, recruitments, I'm, I'm really happy to report that uh, from the operational uh, org structure, we now have um, our directors, our managers, and our supervisors in, in place. That's happened over the last few months. And when you look at the number of, of folks that have been recruited and or mapped, um, it's been a tremendous effort uh, by everyone. So very excited to have that done. Uh, the org structures um, will, uh, for, for both the operations, uh, the medical org structures, and maybe Carolyn, once I'm, I'm done here, you can talk a little bit about that, how you re- if, where you're at in that structure, as well as uh, the corporate and uh, HR structures uh, are posted. By the time you listen to this, they, they will be posted. They're on the Insight page on the AHS um, internet site as well as my CLS and on the soon uh, to be released interim APL website. So um, please uh, take, take some time out and scan through those org structures. I'll say before turning it over to, to Dr. O'Hara that uh, Wendy Jossa is continuing to resource her corporate structure. Um, so there's still a few, a few vacant uh, boxes on, on her structure, but those, that is posted as well. And the medical one came along quite well, did it not? Yeah, we uh, pretty much have all of our positions filled. Um, Most of them were already in the organization in those roles, so it was a little bit easier, I think, from our perspective. And we have a bit of a smaller org structure compared to operations. Um, The only positions left to fill are the point of care uh, sector leads, north and south, because those are new positions, and we're hopefully going to have those filled uh, either in hopefully early December. Um, and uh, of course, our vacant uh, medical scientific uh, director position for genetics and genomics, um, we're also actively recruiting for, th- for that position. But uh, everyone else has a box and uh, we're sending out letters just confirming their, their new titles. And, and I think that'll be part of the transition in December as well. Great. 
Yeah, and when you, as you talk about letters, what came to mind is letters went out um, across the organizations to our, our staff welcoming, welcoming them uh, to APL. And uh, certainly, uh, again, another huge milestone for us as we, as we move closer to December 10th. Excellent. Yeah, it's very exciting to see things finally coming to fruition. Another thing that's been very exciting, at least for me, and I think we've had a lot of great feedback from our frontline staff or the the visioning sessions that we've been doing uh, with our consulting team, Stormy Lake. Uh, I, I know that Philip and his team have done a lot of great work. We had that town hall where we had about 700 people all typing in things at the same time and seeing them on the whiteboards, which is very cool. A lot of positive feedback from that. And we've also recently had uh, some some external non-lab stakeholder sessions, which I found very uh, interesting and helpful because we often know what we want to get out of APL, uh, but we also want to know what our stakeholders want us to deliver as well. And and so it was very fun. I went to the Edmonton one recently and I had a an MLS student at my table and it was really put things into perspective for me when she you know, she mentioned that, you know, as a student, she goes from site to site, you know, Covenant, Dynalife, former AHS sites, and everything's different. And she said, I just wish everything was, was the same. And, you know, it really resonated with me. And, and you know, it's, it's really one of the reasons why, why we're doing this and why it's, more, you know, so important. And, you know, and physicians also expect certain things from us and our accreditation agencies. And they said, you know, it would just be great if, if you all, you know, were the same and you had similar SOPs because it would make it a lot more easier when we're accrediting you. And so, you know, it's those perspectives that, you know, we kind of forget about that I think are really, really important, so. You know, at my table at that same session, uh, we had two patients and uh, one of the patients, she's one of our patient advisors as well on Connect Care, and her, her, her word when asked to describe lab was hidden. And it was hidden because she cannot access her lab results and and the importance of her being able to access her lab results were was actually quite key so very as you said very very interesting perspectives so i think from from those visioning sessions that are happening this week and next week um timeline for for folks on what they might want to see yeah so what we've heard and what we are expecting is that we'll have an executive session kind of at the end after all the other visioning sessions are complete and then by January I think we'll have some information to share more broadly once the consulting team does their work and to me it's you know it's really starting us off in the new year on a right foot with a new brand and and then we hopefully we can develop our logo and really find our, our new identity moving forward to me it's very exciting yeah very very exciting for sure so, and I think the last topic we want to cover, um, although probably not as exciting as, as the visioning sessions, is, is actually payroll. So probably the most important topic uh, that we, we're uh, guaranteeing to get right here is, is our payroll system and our conversion for our AHS, Covenant, and Lamont folks and our non-unionized um, exempt employees within uh, uh, CLS is the, is the move to uh, a new... Um, bucket of e-people uh, for APL, so the APL e-people. So folks, um, that conversion is is happening and your first paychecks out of that system uh, will be on January the 2nd. There has been a tremendous amount of work uh, from from those payroll teams and the IT teams to make that, that a reality. And I really have to say thanks to those groups because it has 
they've really moved mountains to get this done. Um, so again, work is happening. I know there's a lot of still uh, questions around how I'm going to access my T4 from uh, for for this year, and and access to to oldie people. And we will have those those question and answers posted for you in a lot more detail. I don't want to cover them here on the Labcast today. Um, and, and then the unionized CLS staff and our medical staff within uh, CLS employees will maintain their current payroll system, which is the Avanti payroll system. So APL will be operating on two payroll systems um, up until the time and, and probably a little bit after uh, to handle the conversion until we have our Alberta Labor Board um, decision. And, and so those uh, collective agreements or agreement uh, will be built into into our APL ePeople system and so the end goal, the end game will be one payroll system which will be APL ePeople at that point in time. So so we've got some interim state with payroll um, but again just I know a lot of people this is this is really where the rubber hits the road uh, in terms of making sure people uh, are accurately paid on on January the 2nd so I think um, with that, uh, anything to add? No, just a very exciting time. And I know it feels like we've been moving towards this date for what seems like me many months. Uh, and it's great to see we're, we're finally here. Yeah. Yeah, I think our announcement was over a year ago. Yeah. I, when you look back. Yeah. And, and the amount of effort and work that, that folks have put in in the past year is, is actually quite incredible you know, besides the Connect Care work and the Edmonton Lab Hub work that's that's going on in parallel. So so with that, I think we'll close our LabCast today. And I probably won't have another one, um, but certainly uh, another one this year. Uh, sorry. Um, but we'll be back at it in the new year. So, so thanks so much. Have a great day. Bye. You have been listening to the LabCast. Please visit the Insight page at insight.ahs.ca backslash new lab for future episodes. Thanks for listening.